Hello and welcome to What The Bump. My name is Jennifer. I am a labor and delivery nurse who oddly enough has no kids, yet a huge passion for informing and empowering women on all of their options surrounding their pregnancy. Join me every week as we dive in to all things prenatal, postnatal, birth, and so much more. So let's jump into today's episode. Hello and welcome back to episode two of What The Bump. Today I thought we would talk quickly about who you should have in your delivery room during your labor. So let's just dive right into this. The first person, of course, your spouse, your significant other, just the other person who is a part of this child's life. You definitely want in the room. It's an experience that they are not going to have often, I'm sure. And it is just something so special that y'all need to just share together. I highly recommend doing some birthing classes. If you're into more of a natural approach to birth, there is a course called the Bradley Method. Um, It involves you and your significant other just learning about birth and the techniques that you can use to just cope and have a smooth labor as best as you can. For men, watching labor is odd. It's hard. It's difficult. They don't know what to do. They don't know if they should rub your back or hold your hand or leave you alone. So it is really good just for them to take that course. That way they can kind of learn a little bit more about birth. I feel like if you're a woman, you semi not necessarily know what to expect, but you kind of, you, you, you understand the idea of labor and delivery and birth. Whereas for a man, they do not understand that. And I have seen so many fathers who are just shocked during the process and almost scared. So I really recommend just trying to take some classes together just to kind of know what to expect. And that way they know how to be the best support that they can for you during labor, delivery, and birth. The second person I recommend to have during your labor is a doula. If that is something that you're interested in, if you are wanting to hire a doula, they are amazing. I know that a lot of hospital birth workers and nurses don't necessarily have the best relationship with the idea of a doula. Um, I personally love them though. They are amazing. They're there to support you during labor. They are there to support you physically and emotionally. They're not medical professionals, so they will not provide any necessarily like medical care like a nurse would um, at the hospital, but they are there just to help you get through labor. They're there to help you birth your baby. They're amazing and they just know so much. I have worked with doulas who honestly know so much more than me. They're amazing when it comes to pushing and especially when you have a baby who's kind of stuck. It might be a first time mom. You can expect to push for two to three hours with that first baby. And I have worked with doulas who are so good at thinking of different positions, different ways, different ideas on how to push just in a way that's just different to to help that baby move down through the pelvis. So I highly recommend hiring a doula, even if you want to go to the hospital and get an epidural and don't want any type of natural birth at all. Doulas are still so useful. It's just another person who has birth education to not only support you, but even support your husband and help your husband know how to support you during that time. And probably the last person I would recommend for you to have in your room besides your significant other and a doula would just be either like a mother, mother mother-in-law, a sister. Um, Honestly, I tell people to keep it to three people limited and I'll kind of explain why in a minute. But that last person would just be the next person you're closest to in your life besides your significant other. And with this last person, really take the time to think about somebody in your life who can remain very calm, very soft-spoken, very supportive, 
um, who will just be there for you to love you and care for you. Because when you are laboring, you cannot necessarily care for yourself. You are busy trying to have a baby. And sometimes you just need that extra person outside of your spouse or your doula to be there to share that moment with you as well. So why I tell people to only have three people in the delivery room is because you just need to be able to relax when you are tense and you have five, six people watching you labor. It is so hard to just relax. Like I have had a couple of times where my patients will have multiple family members in the room and I always create a code word with them in the beginning because there always comes a time during the labor when it is getting intense and it is picking up whether you have an epidural or not that you just need a quiet room you need to relax and when you relax your muscles relax and it just makes having a baby a lot easier being tense and stressed during labor is never going to speed it up it is only going to slow down the entire process and you want it to go as fast as it can so limit the people in your room make the environment warm and relaxed to where you feel supported you feel empowered and enabled to labor however you want to And you really just need people in that room that you are comfortable with. So please, even if it is your first baby, really think about that. Really think about having a couple people there who are going to love you the best, support you the best, and make it just a private experience for you, your spouse, and maybe one or two other people who you love and are close with in your life. And that is plan A. That is if everything goes well and you have a normal routine, well, or they have a normal routine, but you just have a vaginal delivery. Um, there is a plan B sometimes that kicks in. And that is where I kind of touched on this, but having that code word, maybe even with just you and your spouse to get anybody else out of the room, because sometimes things get hectic. Sometimes a lot of staff members come running in, depending on what the baby's heart rate is doing. And we might need to intervene. So you need a plan B, you need a code word. That means basically everybody get out and that is just very useful and something that you should probably consider if you plan on having extra people in your delivery room besides just your spouse worst comes to worst things happen things go wrong and sometimes people get c-sections so with a c-section you will be allowed pending it's not like an emergency we are running back to the or c-section if that's the case then nobody will be allowed in the delivery room and you'll be put under general anesthesia um but as long as it's more of a planned C-section or not necessarily emergent to where we, okay, baby looks fine. Maybe we have 30 minutes to get back to the OR. Um, you will be allowed to have one person back there and just know kind of who that person's going to be because in that situation, you do not want to be picking between two people or three people. Know who that one single designated person will be to go back to the OR with you. And just know that labor and delivery is a journey. It is not a race and you do not need people in your delivery room who are going to be just impatient with the entire process because it can take a very long time to have a baby and you don't need pressure on you making you feel like you are not doing the right thing making you feel like you're not doing it fast enough you need people in the room who are going to support you and I know I said these are the three people you should have in your delivery room but just always remember that everybody is totally different so if you are one of those people who wants multiple people in your delivery room, you want the whole family there. As long as the hospital doesn't have a policy for it, you do you. Just know that you need a code word because sometimes what you think you want isn't what you actually want when you get into labor. So 
if that's what you think, that's fine. But make sure you just have established a safe code word that you can speak and everybody will get out of the room. And know that your nurse is not afraid to be the bad guy. Any nurse who has been in the profession long enough has had many confrontational conversations with family, with patients, with doctors, with anybody. So if at any point you feel like you need people kicked out of the room, do not be afraid to tell your nurse. They are there for you and for that baby. My sole responsibility is you and your baby. And whatever is going to make you guys the happiest and you guys the healthiest, I am completely here for that. So that is just a quick summary of the three people I think you should have in your delivery room. And just remember that no matter what you choose, no matter who you choose, it is all about you and you need to feel supported and loved during the entire process. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it and I will see you next week to talk more about the bump. And of course, I know you all probably know this, but I have to add it in. I make every effort to broadcast correct information through this podcast, but I am still learning so much. So I am in no way providing medical advice through this podcast, just sharing the things that myself and others have experienced or learned. Make sure to consult your physician before taking anything from this podcast and changing your health. This applies to any guests or contributors that I also have on this podcast. Thank you. And I will see you next week.